This is the WFG National Title Insider Report, featuring industry experts, thought leadership, and what's trending to keep you informed and ahead of the market. In this episode, founder and executive chairman Patrick Stone offers advice on agency business planning and management and leveraging the WFG Blocks program to move as many fixed expenses as possible to flexible outlays in 2020. My advice would be to plan for any and all contingencies. And now, obviously, you can't do everything, but sit back and take a serious look at where you are. Assume that the market is going to have seasonal slowdowns. Assume also that we are going to have some sort of international recession. Whether we have one in the U.S. or not, business is going to slow down. So what I have done is I've run out a couple different models saying, okay, if business stays where it is, if business goes down 10% or business goes down 25%, what do we do? Have a plan in place. You know, you can run multiple different models, but the key thing is to have a plan in place so that you can react to changes in a non-emotional, immediate manner. A lot of people wait to see what's going to happen, and then they have to go through the emotional adjustment of making a change. It is very, very, very difficult to terminate people or lay people off. None of us want to do it. You got to take the emotion out of it by planning ahead so that you know what you have to do. Then you start thinking about, if I have to do it, how will I do it? And then you can do it in a logical, business-like manner. Do not wait until things change to derive a plan or to develop a plan. Get your plan in place now. Hey, if we're lucky, nothing changes. If we're lucky, business actually increases, right? Uh, But if something changes, let's be prepared for it because we do not want to have a situation in which we're caught without a plan. Everyone has invested so much in their people. It's hard to find good talent out there. So there's been so much time, effort put into that. You want to try and avoid that if possible. So let's talk about fixed costs versus variable costs and trying to manage and get as much of those fixed costs to variable, right? Absolutely. Anything that you can outsource or change from a fixed cost to a variable cost gives you more flexibility. Um, If you are doing a lot of things that have no market identity, in other words, your client doesn't give you any credit for doing that in-house, take a real hard look to see if you can outsource it. That way, if you use it, you pay for it. If you're not using it, you don't pay for it. Uh, So get really, really focused on fixed cost versus variable cost. In regards to personnel and this is going to sound a little harsh, and I don't mean it to be harsh, but not all employees are equal. Not all employees produce at the same level. Keep productivity records on your employees so you know who the top producers are and who aren't. Now, I always, people say, well, yeah, but you're just trying to get rid of the low producers. No, I want to train them. I want to invest in them so they can produce more. If you look at your bottom 10% of your staff, they typically do about 3% of your work. If you can double the amount of work they do, you're more efficient. And you won't have to add people if your business goes up. So really think seriously about how you can train your people to produce more. Think seriously about who the top producers are manage your business when you say recession the last one we went through was just epic for the housing market it was the epicenter of that recession the great recession people still remember that you know i mean the memories are still fresh and so when you say recession i mean it's key to point out that we don't see the same thing happening the next time around 
Uh, absolutely. We're still stuck with the stigma of having caused the Great Recession. Now, I would argue that actually what caused the Great Recession is Wall Street's enthusiasm and uh, the creation of collateralized debt obligations that used a lot of poorly rated or non-rated mortgages to increase returns on these artificial securities. Uh, interestingly enough, right now, there are things called collateralized loan obligations that are structured just just like collateralized debt obligations. And the bubble now is corporate debt and the creation of collateralized loan obligations, uh, which securitizes corporate debt. Uh, two areas specifically, uh, some of the energy companies, especially the shale oil companies, and a lot of tech companies are highly leveraged. They're, uh, it, is a, it is a debt bubble. So the next recession, there will be air let out of that balloon, but it won't really impact real estate that much. Demand will exceed supply in real estate for at least the next seven years and even with the recession there may be a slight slowdown but we won't have the stigma or the black eye that we got last time it's still remarkable to think about what you just said supply demand seven more years before there's equilibrium there i mean that is absolutely at this point still mind-boggling you know, if you look at household formations, we're going to have uh, probably close to 16 million household formations in the next five years. That's a little over 3 million a year. Peak production of single-family residences and multifamily units, in other words, housing units, the peak production is, has been about 2.5 million. So we're going to have more household formation than we've ever produced units for. Uh, so I don't see it catching up for a long time. Talk about interest rates, too, and, and, and I want to tie this into what you just said about corporate debt, this bubble. Um, we're obviously in an extremely low-rate environment right now. What happens in a rising-rate environment with collateralized loan obligations, not debt? Apparently, it's a different term now. <laughs> Same thing, probably, right? Different, different uh, deal. Talk about that. What, is the, what does the world look like in a rising-rate environment for corporate debt and for residential real estate. Well, collateralized loan obligations are a security of corporate debt. They're compiled, they're a stacked bunch of corporate debt uh, that is then uh, put into a security and sold. Uh, rising interest rates are going to be problematic for highly leveraged companies, and you're actually starting to see that. Uh, you're starting to see a little bit of friction in the repo market. You're starting to see a little bit of friction around this as people are starting to get worried about it. A couple of things are going to cause interest rates to go up. But first of all, we're starting to see some significant salary and wage growth in the bottom one-third of income earners. Overall, it's running about 3.2% year over year, but the bottom is starting to go up higher. Now, that's good for real estate because those are the first-time home buyers, right? So I'm optimistic about that. Uh, but you'll see some interest rates there, but you're going to see more interest rate up, upward push on interest rates because we're going to lose the benefit of globalization. The trade war has basically uh, created some upward pressure on a lot of international trade. If you want to take a look at why our rates have been so low, if you broke our interest Interest rates into two things, uh, service sector inflation and goods price inflation. Service sector inflation has gone up gradually. And again, I said it's at about 3.2% year over year right now. From 2013 to the end of the last year, goods price inflation was actually deflationary. In other words, products were cheaper and cheaper for five straight years. You could buy a flat screen TV at the end of 2018 cheaper than you could have bought it in 2013. That was the benefit of globalization. Well, we're going to lose that. 
So you are going to see upward pressure on interest rates. I don't think it's going to be dramatic. I, I, we, are, we still have massive globalization, despite what the politicians say. So I don't think that the upward pressure will be dramatic, but you will see interest rates go up. I am personally planning on about 45 to 5% mortgage rates by this time next year. That's not prohibitive. That won't overly impact our business. That's good to hear. Uh, and I know you got to run here, so we appreciate your time. Um, talk about WFG, and you're never one to toot your own horn here, but obviously business is good, and you built this business to be what I would call interactive, not only from a direct standpoint, but your agency business, and you've been able to do what other title companies haven't, and that's plug into uh, the real estate business and offer services that really other title companies aren't offering, right? Well, our, our goal here was to create a national company with a large footprint, minimum amount of FF&E and overhead. Uh, the reason for that is that I have felt for a long time that we were going to lose liability-based pricing, that uh, insurance commissioners were going to be moving us more and more to a risk-based pricing uh, a structure. Uh, we've had a couple states uh, do uh, rate filings and have actually driven down rates a little bit, Texas and Washington. And I think you're going to see more of that. So we wanted to create a national platform that was more flexible and less uh, dependent on fixed costs, FF&E, and multiple uh, offices. We are the sixth largest company in the country, and we have a total of 80 offices. Uh, we look at our agents as part of our footprint. So we offer our agents the ability to outsource a lot of their fixed costs. And every time they outsource, we get more and more use of our uh, what we call our block system. It drives the cost down for everybody. This is not a profit center for us. What it basically does is if we are doing it for ourselves and for our agents, we're doing more of it. We can do it cheaper and everybody benefits. Thanks to Patrick Stone, founder and executive chairman of Williston Financial Group and WFG National Title for joining us on the Insider Report. And thank you for partnering with WFG. To learn more about our unique process, systems, and technology, visit WFGAgent.com.